Welcome to With Her Team and the Time Room, where we're taking our time turner out of the Department of Mysteries in the name of magical curiosity. Be warned that this is a timey-wimey podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. In this series, we will be choosing one moment in the original Harry Potter series, changing it, and asking how the story would be different from that point on. Please be advised that time travel is heavily restricted by the Ministry of Magic and that you should not try this at home. Joining us today with clearance from the Unspeakables is the host of the Potterless Podcast, Mike Schubert. What's up? Hello. Hello. How's it going? I'm I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm glad we could we could make yeah. this happen. It's a long overdue crossover. Yeah. Like seriously, it's funny because we've been like sitting like okay, because your whole podcast is about not being spoiled. So like okay, well we can't <laughs> ask him on when we're doing like regular episodes, <laughs> and then we decided to do post canon. And it was like I don't really want to ask nobody to do that because that's that's rude, disrespectful. Yeah. So glad you're here for something fun. <laughs> Yes, I no. It's perfect. It's wonderful. I'm glad that we're in a spoiler-free situation because it was such a stressful recording when we did the Potterless episodes, and you guys had to keep like covering the microphone and being like, "Is that did this already I'm happen like, yet?" Did this? Texting so, Robin like, like, "No, stop it. <laughs> Don't do it." I am literally when even when we were we were talking about which one to be on, I was like. I don't know if I could be on his podcast at all because I'm so bad at spoilers. Like, is this not a thing that I care about? So it's not a thing that I really remember remember in terms of. So like, right. I'm just really bad about it. But then also I get a lot, like a, a lot of people who like found us through that episode. I get like a lot of like comments about it. Cool. Because I think because I was, you were like, I was so like, bad at it. verb, like, <laughs> audibly struggling and i think people could like hear (laughs) (laughs) it was a very fun one and i it was also great because like i love that you two already bring the heat like all of the time but at the time we recorded it was like it was a perfect lineup of the episode was like at the same time when like trump was putting people in cages and it like had to do with like the ministry stuff too so like we all brought some good like relevant beyond books into mm-hmm. real world heat and and then yeah so that like serious talk plus the hilarity of bionic consistently <laughs> trying to get robin not to spoil me was just like a recipe for a, a wonderful episode <laughs> all right so um we have some announcements and reminders this is an interactive podcast mm-hmm. and we want to know your thoughts so feel free to tweet along with us use the hashtag wizard team on twitter to join the conversation Love our website, love Wizard Team, have a few extra galleons lying around, support Black Girls Create. You can check out our Pachonis or, or Pachonis perks. You can check out our Pachonis perks or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org support. And we have Black Girls Create merch, so head over to our website and step up your nerd fashion and stationary game. We got some good merch. We got this new shirt. It's not new. It's I mean, before. at this, yeah. but it's like, newish. It's, it's newer. newer. It's newer. <laughs> And it's bomb. It's new yeah. to me. Like it's newer and it's pretty lit. Shout out to yeah. the Jamie twins who designed a shirt of the witches of color from the Harry Potter series. Like That's it's awesome. one of my favorite things. It's so good. Um anyway, if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, great interview us on iTunes. And um, subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah with nerd news and links to what's been going on. To subscribe, go to blackgirlscreate.org. Um, no news because this is time and why me, like we said at the beginning. Um, magical birthdays though, today is Trash Inspector and our marketing director, Delia's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Delia! <laughs> um, Friday is also Maggie and Mrs. Weasley's birthday. So happy birthday to our um, historian, historical historian, historian, historian. I don't know what she is. I don't know. She draws all Maggie draws all of our Nagini. <laughs> and we love her for it. She's like keeping Bagini alive and well and thriving. So shout out. All right. I'm going to take a quick break from our for for. Our sponsors and then we're gonna get back into wizard team and the time room we are never gonna get that right but it's okay that's all right <laughs> it's because <laughs> one day so you know mike because we do the the ads it's us so it's like a break for yes. our sponsors but it's from us so it's so it's- from our sponsor mm-hmm. but it's about our sponsors 
That's why I say a word. I usually uh, is that a word no, I just from? usually goof my ass. Literally, yeah. like, a word from a word from our sponsors is more. But you're right. That's more on, on like TV when other people talk. Yeah. I don't know. People know right. what it is. No one's gonna be like one star. They said. A weird <laughs> thing usually, I'm just like we gonna tell you to like do, do some a thing, stuff. and then you should look. Do you want to buy? Do you want to buy just something buy and it. save it's money? Cool. Listen up. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. So. What is the thing that you are trying to change? So here's what I'm bringing to the table. Um, there is a there's a, a there's many a character that frustrated me in the Harry Potter series, but none more than Snape himself. And I have been very vocal in not liking Snape. I believe the two of you are on the same oh, page yeah. as me, which makes yes. me feel very happy. <laughs> and unfortunately, a lot of people try to defend him and think he's great. I'm I am of the belief that people give Snape more credit because Alan Rickman played him in the yep. movies and he played like a very different character, not necessarily how he was portrayed in the book. So for me, the big moment that is very clear that like cements Snape as a complete jerk is when Hermione has her teeth in Gorgiod and then she's very upset about this. Everyone's laughing at her. Slytherin girls are giggling at her. And then she goes up to Snape and I'll read it from the book. It says, quote, Snape looked coldly at Hermione, then said, I see no difference. And uh, it's just so unnecessary. And it's so like him going out of his way to make fun of the friend of the kid of the girl he had a crush on in high school. And it's just so unbelievably petty. And I think if Snape acts differently here, we could have a lot more evidence of him actually being somewhat of a good guy deep down. And I think for me, this is a big thing that just cements him as a piece of shit. Yeah, I'd like, I want to, I was going to say, I want to pause first so that we can all just give a big fuck you to Severus Snape. (laughs) 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 Just before we go any further, because it was Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. such a terrible decision as an adult and the adult in charge yes like he's not just like a passing on you know what i mean he's not just oh like fuck them kids like you have to see them every day and you're supposed to be like nurturing them so all of them literally every single one of your the kids that you are teaching i think too i i I love that you said the thing about alan rickman because i say it all the time like you don't like snape you like alan rickman which is valid because alan rickman Mm -hmm. was a genius and was really good and all of the roles that he played across his career, but like he was a really good Snape. Like he, you know, and he was I, having a lot of fun. He was having fun playing a, a jerk. Um, but they also right. d- in the movies softened his jerkiness a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's like, and I think that it's um, a great moment to talk about too because we went back <laughs> and looked at the copies of the books that we used when we were doing Wizard Team initially and. Both of us, our notes are just fuck you, and my I like it's a it's a fuck you down the page for the rest of the scene because there's no there's no there's no justifying that action Mm-mm. in in regards to like his role as a spy, in regards to his role as a teacher, in regards to his role as like a curmudgeon. You know, I mm-hmm. am a noted curmudgeon. I dislike a lot of people. <laughs> I don't go out of my way to torture children. I just feel like, no. also, like, if you hate people, like, who has the time? You know? And why are you teaching? Why are you teaching? Boom. That's Yeah. It's so disappointing. The age thing is huge. Hermione is, like, 15 here. Maybe, I don't know, the months yeah. and stuff. But, like, they're 14, 15 here, which is, like, an incredibly difficult age. That's, like, eighth grade, freshman year of high school. Like, that's a rough time just for the self-esteem mm-hmm. as a child. But then on top of this, it's like a lot of people try to tell me, oh, a big reason that Snape was so mean to Harry and even Neville to an extent and so grumpy is that he had to put up this act. He had to put up this front of hating people to not give away that he actually cared about Harry and all this stuff. And like, sure, I don't believe this, but like I can see where people are coming from there. But this thing is like, you're right. There's no, what is the defense here of like, oh, I have to make sure I make fun of Hermione here. Like this accomplishes literally nothing except for making you look like the jerk that you are deep down. And at this point, like, yeah, it it literally does nothing for him. There's no like, I, I, yeah, I don't know that I fully buy the like cover part either because you cannot Mm -hmm. be like, close to someone and still like 
just be a good Fucking person. Like Barney Crouch Jr. was out here with a whole different face <laughs> teaching the children. And he had a great he curriculum. Right? <laughs> he was such a good teacher. If if not for the Nazi thing, he should have kept the job. But he was a Nazi, he had to go. He had to go. I, he had to go. Just a slight, <laughs> slight problem. problem is that he wanted to kill the child. But like he taught him. He first. taught him first. He did teach him first. He learned. <laughs> Oh, so. yeah. So I think if Snape does something different here, it could be a big deal. But he just. Yeah. Didn't. I'm curious, like, if he had even, like, told Malfoy off in that moment. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know, because, like, it is technically, like, in the. that I, I think part of it, too, maybe is what it is, is because, like, earlier in the scene, it's, it's Malfoy and Harry and they're fighting. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's because of the badges, the um, Potter Stinks badges. And so I guess technically mm-hmm. Malfoy started it. But like Harry he and Draco always was, have some kind of like before then too. That too. But I mean the thing is is like Snape so is coming like... in Snape is coming in late, right? So he didn't mm-hmm. see all that. He's asking what happened. And like my main thing, and he does this often, is where he asks what happened, but he don't really want to know. And he doesn't actually care. Mm-hmm. He's just like, who do I need no. to take points from? Just like let's just <laughs> tell me. Is it Gryffindor? Great. Got you. Um, I've got my minus 10 uh, demerit written. I just need what name do right, I put at the like, top? Right, like that's it. We're good. <laughs> I think you also can just like, uh, apart from all of that, compare how he treats Goyle. He looks at Goyle, he's like, damn. And then he's like, go to the hospital wing. He's not like overly mm-hmm. like comforting of Goyle. Right. You know, he's not like coddling him. He's just like, ooh, you should go get that checked out. Um, and, but right. then goes out of his way to do the opposite for Hermione. Right. So even if he just... That's what's so yeah. strange. Because he could have... Like he could have just done the bare minimum is just do exactly what you did for this other student. And that's the next step is that it's not like he didn't... The thing is like right before doing this, he did at least the bare minimum, which is just like Goyle, go to the hospital wing, which like that is the correct thing to do. I think the more right thing to do would be, as you mentioned, like like either talk bad about Malfoy or Harry or whoever did it and like reprimand them. But like the bare minimum as a teacher is send them to the hospital wing. And the fact that he did that for one person and then goes to Hermione and then goes out of his way to insult her, like what are you doing? It is so unnecessary. So maybe he's just like, all right, Granger, you go too. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then that's the baseline. Yeah, that's the base. And, and even like I, under his breath, could have been like, I mean, I don't see no difference, but you can go ahead and go to the hospital. <laughs> like <laughs> under, you know what I mean? Like no, you, you I think it. You, you, that, that's <laughs> what I mean. Maybe yeah, think it. it. Don't say it. Don't <laughs> under his breath, but think it, because I'd be thinking that all. You know, I get little kids be like, I got a boo boo, and I'm like, mm-hmm, okay, go get a band aid. And in my head, I'm like, hey, girl, I will say, shake it why off. is he? I feel like Snape is particularly salty during this class. Like, now that I'm remembering. Mm-hmm. And, like, kind of skimming. Because, like, he's... This is the one where he's about to poison them? Is that what this one is? I think it is. Oh, shit. God, okay. Mm-hmm. This is the one yep. where he's about to poison them, and then Harry gets out of it because he has to go um, do, like, champion stuff. Yeah, Colin Kareem. Yeah, and he's like really mad about not getting to poison Harry, which like that's a different conversation. But I mean, sort of, not really, but partially. But I'm like, what did did he just wake up that day and decided like, I don't know. I'm gonna insult a kid. I'm gonna poison a kid. I'm cut like today's supposed to be my day, (laughs) and I'm getting like blocked at every turn. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's just feeling disrespected for whatever reason. I mean, I don't actually care how he's feeling, but I'm just, I want to understand. <laughs> I don't know. It's not like, I'm trying to think of the other stuff, but it's not like there's anything particularly stressful going on with Snape in Goblet of Fire. He's just kind of there. I mean, I guess it's dark. It's not like, it's, but even yeah. that, it's not Yeah, excuse. I guess it's like, dark. Not an excuse. Not, nah, not at all. Really, I don't know if that would be connected. I mean, I think it, it is just like this impending doom of like, oh, I was coasting for the past 11 years because he, I don't know how much he thought Voldemort was gone or if he wasn't going to come back, but he was mm-hmm. gone. Like he right. wasn't a part of his everyday struggle. Um, and now it's like, oh shit, like I'm either going to have to do this double spy thing again or I'm going to have to go on the run or, you know, so, but 
at the same time, again, not an excuse because like every everyone no. goes through things. And Hermione didn't come then, up to him like, "Yo, I, I noticed your dark mark that one time in class." Like, what's, what's going up? On with you? Right? What's that? Like, she. <laughs> what are those? Um, <laughs> but I I also think that for Snape in in particular, everyone I'm the. Not everyone. A large part of the fandom is always trying to say, well, he's going through this or he's going through that. But no one stops and says, Hermione's going through being a 15-year-old girl in school mm-hmm. where she's already an outcast. So, like, mm-hmm. what right. you know, like, it's, it's the thing about giving grace to abusers that I've always been, like, mm. hesitant about. It's like, oh, well, you don't know... Or they didn't intend harm. It's like, but I'm the one that's being harmed. Yeah, so sure. put my feelings first, please. Like, we can, you know, try to figure out the thought process behind what Snape's doing. But before we do any of that, we have to, like, center Hermione and her feelings. Because she's the one who's actively been harmed in this situation. Right. So, And the other thing that confuses me is if, if Snape can't have the emotional maturity to even handle like the most simple of situation, which is don't insult your student who has a health concern. Like that's all we're asking you to do. The bar is on the floor. <laughs> and, like, it is so low. If he can't even handle that, I don't think the guy should be a professor no. because like, if you're going to be a teacher at a school, you have to, part of the job is not just teaching the lesson, but part of it is like dealing with the, the students that you're teaching and you, you have to deal with stuff beyond the lesson plan. You have to settle disputes and take care of bullying situations and all this other stuff. And I understand that like Dumbledore needs to have Snape at the school, blah, blah, blah. But like if he can't handle basic situations like this, the guy should just be Filch too or Hagrid too. Like he shouldn't, if he can't condone himself and just not insult a kid who's got her teeth like can you imagine like, that happening? You? i'd be stressed the hell out like past my chin what the fuck am i doing like now is that, what it says yeah, in the book that also sounds super painful like, yeah it always freaked me out a little right? bit like as a kid like even now yeah so if, if he can't just not make fun of her here like you shouldn't be teaching no, potions no. i think also one of the things about this snape moment or, or Snape as a teacher that's always bothered me too is because there are options. Like, he could be a filch. He could open a potion shop in Hogsmeade and just, like, be close enough. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. same with Trelawney. Like, she don't got it. Why? If, this is a Dumbledore issue. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't actually on Snape. This is a Dumbledore problem. Why they gotta be teaching the children, yeah. though? Trelawney has nothing it's, to... Support. He just, you wanna a, keep him close? A... Cool. But why is it mm-hmm. on staff? Live in Hogsmeade. I check up it's on like, you. Yeah, I mean this. I, I'm a. This will be a very niche reference, but I'm a Knicks fan, and people like to hire like their friends and family to work in the organization. It's like I get it, but also, can we put competent people in the important <laughs> jobs? I love like, that you use the Knicks when like the presidency is happening. Uh, I mean, but I yeah, can't. Like, you know, <laughs> it just felt it was too easy. You know. That's the thing where like it. This happened when I did. Uh, I I did a lot of improv when I was in Seattle before I went full time with podcasting, and like I moved there in I think 2016. So like people would like yell Trump as a suggestion all the time, and at the top of shows we had to just say like stop doing it because like it was too easy. Mm-hmm. Like making Trump jokes was too simple. Yeah. Like what are we gonna do? It was just we didn't and we didn't want to deal with. Yeah, I was gonna it, say I so. feel like at a certain time we were yeah, like, I mean, this the, is our happy place, but that was so long ago, and I think we haven't been in a happy place. With, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> we've Harry been, Potter. We've been Fantastic Beasts. So. No, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a little. You know, there's a, there's a few things going on. <laughs> just a you bit, know, just a couple. <laughs> just a little thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So we're saying if Snape had just this one boundary, like not even mm-hmm. like. Because it doesn't even necessarily mean that, like, he's a good teacher. No. Or, like, listens mm-hmm. to the kids. He's still, he's still Neville's, like, Boggart. He's still... But, yes, but I do wonder, like, if we're... Like, how far does the boundary go, right? Like, if he's like, okay, I'm not about to make fun of Hermione. Is it like, I'm not going to make fun of Hermione, but I will poison Harry? Are they just... Does it depend on the kid? Or is it just like, oh, actually, we're just going to, like, well, he's out that's in, like, true. you know, we're going to put... Some other, I think he becomes together in like a beaker, and yeah, I think he becomes like a middle ground between McGonagall and like Bins, where it's like they the kids 
hate bends his class because he's boring and he's whatever and it's it's why are we here and he's not a great teacher um but they're not scared of bends right Mm -hmm. well he's dead um they (laughs) i don't know (laughs) um they fear mcgonagall but it's like a respectful fear it's it's not it's not a it's not Mm -hmm. i'm scared that she's gonna hurt me it's i'm scared to Ma- McGonagall is I'm scared of him to disappoint yes. yeah. McGonagall's like peak I'm not mad I'm just disappointed yes, exactly <laughs> so I think that he becomes like a I don't care if I disappoint Snape but I also am not about to like slack off in his class fall asleep yeah I'm scared of like I know that he's he's stern yeah right Right. But he's stern in a way <laughs> that is also like I hate that dude but also but. yeah but I was gonna say because I think he also still like because the Neville thing was last book. So, like, yeah. there's still, like, those kind of things. So I think, yeah, there is, like, a level of, like, fear. That yeah, like, he'll, he'll poison my toad, but he won't poison me. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is not great. Sure. If we... I think the thing with Snape is, like, if he, if he treats this situation differently, you could at least see him... I think what would be more interesting for Snape is that, like, if he was just a generally, like, kind of a curmudgeon and just, like, didn't... Wasn't, like, mean to anyone except for Harry. If he was only mean to Harry, then you could get into an interesting situation where like later on in the series, when they're doing the oculumency mm-hmm. lessons, like Harry could ask Snape, they could have some sort of argument of like, why are you always do mean to me or whatever? And then that could be the beginning of the reveal of Snape showing that he actually cares about Harry. And it's almost like the, it's like when you're either your parent or a coach of like one of your sports teams like goes extra hard on the kid that they know can like achieve mm-hmm. more or same thing like in a class or anything where like you're harder on someone because they have potential. you know they have the potential. And I think that could have been an interesting reveal is like this really showed that Snape is just kind of a jerk. But I think if he doesn't do this and he draws the line at he's only mean to Harry. Um, then he could at least reveal later on what we end up learning with the whole Dumbledore thing. is like, oh, he actually cares about Harry deep down, or at least that's what the book wanted us to think. Yeah, because I was going to say, he... Yeah. (laughs) Right, but then do we still... So do we still get the... um, The boy (laughs) moment? But maybe not, because maybe at that point, like, maybe it's, like, if they do have, like, that kind of conversation... Um, during Aquamancy instead of him like kicking because I think that if he has certain boundaries that he's like already set then at a certain point if him and Harry have to be in contact and he has to teach this class like at a certain point he like there can be growth from there I think yeah Um, and so I think that yeah like maybe Harry puts his face in places that he don't have no business putting his face in and instead of Snape just being like get out or even if he did initially like not canceling mm-hmm. the classes forever and then being like, okay, we're gonna have a conversation about this. That could then like translate to, even if they're not like cool, it could be like a mutual respect yeah. kind of situation. A begrudging right. truth. Of... Yeah, or just like, you know, I don't like him, but like, I mean, I guess he's not gonna sell me out to Voldemort or whatever. Yeah. What it, And what it could be is like bringing it back to what we talked about earlier with the Alan Rickman thing. I think one of the biggest examples of how movie Snape is different than book Snape is look at movie seven or no, movie six when snape does like the whisper thing to harry like if that happened in the book if book snape goes up to harry and goes like shh wait one second harry would have been like yo fuck (laughs) off what the fuck like he would have yelled at the top of his lungs and it was (laughs) it was so unearned Mm -hmm. so i think that if like you're saying Brian, if there's just some sort of relationship there they don't have to be friends they don't have to be buddy buddy but if like if something happens from this like throughout the story, occumulancy, afterwards, all that kind of stuff. If something happens where their relationship makes that moment believable, I think that moment is interesting. Yeah. It would be cool if it was earned and it was in the book, but I don't think it was earned in the movie. And it was something that like is a cool moment on its own, but the lead up is not there. And it would be cool if like that could have been a natural aha moment for Harry to reach. Yeah. And I think that it also would have had more of like a, then there's more of like betrayal thing um mm-hmm. and like i can't help it because this is who i am now um but it's like i mean mm, it's not with all the subtext but it's like katara and zuko in the crystal catacombs where like they feel like they've come to an understanding and then snape kills dumbledore and harry's like oh no what the fuck like fuck him he's always been bad this whole time i like put my trust in him kind of thing and so then that makes snape's death and like then like learn like looking all up in his memories or whatever like it makes it mean a little bit more 
Yeah, because even if Katara true, always like, has, God, we just Avatar. Twins. We're just like, we're just we there now. Um, oh, okay. I was googling. Oh, I was no. googling Katara Crystal Cabins. <laughs> no, what is this? Sorry, sorry. Avatar. This is it's, a no. It's all good. Avatar moment. It's but, just unsurprisingly, I've also not. Okay. Seen oh my you gosh! Should <laughs> you should do that. Fix that. Um, <laughs> I know it's on Netflix now, yes. so I need to. But no, I gotta wait until like I make a podcast about it's, it and then I make. For sure. Yeah, you're not podcasting about it. What's the point? Have me on, but not Robin, because she'll spoil you. I will. I will definitely. Don't have. I'll, I'll mark you down for the last <laughs> one. But yeah, so I think that the other part of that is that when that happens, and you'll have to look this up because it's a spoiler for Avatar, but Katara all it's, it's, <laughs> has this like level of disappointment in Zuko because she thinks, no, there's potential there. I saw it. Mm-hmm. I saw the potential for you to make better choices and you didn't. Right. And that's, it hurts a little bit more when you know that someone like has the capacity to do better mm-hmm. and they just take the easy way mm-hmm. out. And I think there's an um, added thing about, like, Snape being Harry's teacher. Yeah. And I think especially because, like, Harry... Ugh, I'm trying to think of, like... Like, a lot of... I mean, like, McGonagall is always here. She's solid. But I'm just thinking about, like, Barty mm-hmm. Crouch Jr. Mm-hmm. Even Remus. Like, we got... It was a misunderstanding, and it all got worked out. But, like, he's been betrayed by a lot of, like, Quirrell first year. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, he's been betrayed by a lot of his teachers. And so this moment, too, I think would just, like, affect him in a different way that I think would be really interesting while still having the, like, is Snape good or not? Okay. What would be interesting is like if in in these like crises moments, so to speak, if Snape keeps stepping up because you have this moment which he mm-hmm. fails, you but then you have the Malfoy in the bathroom sectum semper thing yes. where I think Snape does really well where he kind of just like comes in saves Malfoy and then like doesn't really give Harry a hard time about it. If there was some sort of understanding that Harry had of like oh like Snape's kind of mean to me, but when the pressure is on and like it's actually a serious situation. He seems to handle himself pretty well, and that could at least be something. He's going to be fairer, more fair, not not <laughs> like not, not like fair, all the but, way, because yeah, yeah, because he definitely has a thing about me, which we can't just erase. Um, but I don't think it's going to be so targeted against me, um, and he'll listen to reason. He's he'll be reasonable, not fair, but yeah, reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's walk this through. So. Snape comes out of the classroom, sends Goyle to the hospital wing, then turns, sends Hermione to the hospital wing. We go through the rest of the class. I mean, I would just assume that if he... Poison them? Well, I think my assumption is that if he isn't... But but maybe it's not. That's my thing. Like, sometimes it'll it'll end up... If we're changing his person, like, a part of his personality or, like, certain boundaries that he has, then, like, I just think that he wouldn't... That wouldn't have been... (laughs) <laughs> maybe it would have been like a joke like y'all if y'all don't get together i'm gonna really poison you and then they get to class and it's just like beakers and they're like oh phew like you know like oh, okay we're good i'm safe so okay. maybe it's that maybe they instead are just testing him out in like their cauldrons or something okay so i'm trying to think beforehand but beforehand i don't think we've really i mean i guess we had most of that stuff was harry's fault though like uh in, in when they show up with the Fort Anglia and he's like, they gotta go. Oh, yeah, Expel no, that them. Was, that, that was, was on Harry. That was, like, and that was reasonable. Snape being mad, it was just him being like happy that they were about to, that he thought they were gonna get expelled, but like he wasn't wrong about thinking they should be expelled. Yeah. Um, so everything. Right. When does when does Snape call Hermione an insufferable know it all? That's book three. Three. That has already happened. That's so when maybe he's that's supposed the, to be teaching about the, the uh, where, where, where he's, he's not supposed yeah. to be teaching about werewolves, but he decided. That that's but I mean, that could also be a, I'm having a bad day and I don't like you. It's or, a, it's a, it's a. I don't like form- Remus and I'm fully in my like, he's, he was just fully in his like his petty. feelings. Yeah, his petty feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Because then like, the reasonable part does he still tell the te- tell the parents and get Remus fired? Like, yes, yes, because he's still petty, right? And he doesn't like. He's just not going to let right. someone get hurt, so he's still going to like insult yeah. Hermione and call her an insufferable know it all. Um, because but he would like. In, I mean, if he wasn't knocked out, but in the movie when he like shields the kids or whatever, mm-hmm. he'd probably do that. He would shield. Yeah, he would. So he his baseline if he wasn't is knocked safety. Out, I just want to make that clear that he was yeah. <laughs> yeah. knocked all the way out. <laughs> yeah, in the movie he shields them. He wouldn't have done that because he was already knocked out. Yeah. But in the books, his baseline is their safety, right? Yeah. So we go on. Harry's like, "Cool, I still hate this dude," right? That the whole fair. thing happens. 
they don't cuss him out. They go to class. He's still fume, but he's fume. Now he's Ooh. fuming about Malfoy. He's not but fuming about Harry Snape. and Ron. Don't have. I mean, it's a brief moment, and they right. are still not. But they're not cool right now. Right. So that's like a moment where they, where they come, come together, together, like briefly, but they still come together. And so I think that wouldn't happen. Yeah, but I think that the other the other things still happen, right? Ron still, in his backwards way, tries to warn him about the dragons. They don't have that mm. moment, but they still have that. Like they they've been pining after each other this whole time. Like that's one moment that gives Harry hope, but it's dashed because he doesn't sit with Harry. He's still mad at him. So I don't think that that irrevocably changes, irrevocably, irrevocably, irrevocably changes the um, status of like Harry and Ron's relationship because there's Mm. still points throughout this thing where you see that yeah, Harry and Ron just kind of have that boy relationship where, like, you're mad at each other for, like, a day, and then the next day you're fine. So, like, there would have been something right. else that got the two of them on the same page. I don't page, think that that moment you know? is, like, transformative. Like, there, something would have been okay. It's, it, it, yeah, it's not as big as, like, getting through the first, like, the, it's not wizard chess. Right, right. Like, it's not, you <laughs> it's know. not troll. Night to E7 or whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> like, then. Yeah, it's not troll yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah. So then what else happens in, in Goblet of Fire with Harry and Snape? Snape. Harry follows um they the have a little bit, yeah, he follows him around with the right and he's like listens in on his conversation with um Cockeroff but that's just Harry again that's nosy. just Harry being nosy he so Harry still <laughs> believes that he has like death eater <laughs> tendencies right like that's true that's not gonna change yeah. that no, I don't think it really has any immediate effects. I think it would just like compound with stuff later on. Right. So then we get to I think the, I think okay, the biggest so reveal it, would just be like Harry's feelings. Yeah. So then yeah. when we get to Order of the Phoenix, that's when it really shows up. When when Snape shows up right. at Grimmauld Place and he's egging on um Sirius, mm-hmm. Harry can still take that as just they got that weird relationship. Well, I don't even because I think at that point, like he's still does not like Snape. So I still right. think Harry at that point is still like, nah, like he's trying to, he talks back about my godfather. I hate him. Right. But Harry is also at this point when, or in the point where Snape shows up um, in the Order of the Phoenix is like, he's betraying us. He shouldn't, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Does Harry have more confidence in Dumbledore trusting Snape at this point? That's what I would think is like there's a there's enough people in Harry's life trying to tell him like don't worry Snape's like a good guy deep down mainly Dumbledore but like other people in the order as well and I think that if if Snape doesn't have this one moment where it's very clear that he's just like such a jerk and it makes Harry and Ron so upset like maybe Harry listens to the other people in his life saying give Snape a chance and maybe he actually does and then that changes like how he views the oculomancy mm-hmm. lessons and then so okay. on and so on. So Harry does not believe or doesn't I mean I think he probably still has like suspicions but he doesn't he has some reservations, he has reservations right he has suspicions but he's like and he's not actively he's not looking for like confirmation and yeah. he's not 100% confident he's like this is like this niggling feeling that I have but I'm not 100 I'm, I'm not confident in my belief that he is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. then he's more, he's a, he's upset when he has to take occlumency lessons, but he's more open to it. Right. It makes sense that it would be with Snape right. and I'm not going to like it, but, but that's okay. It, it doesn't, <laughs> but, <laughs> but he's not actively hostile. Right. Throughout. He comes in to the, yeah. to the lessons with more I think, open. I think he's like wary. Mind. Yeah. And is like, I know, because I think too, like they still don't like each other. Yeah. I think he's still a little bit like, okay, like I've been in these classes with him when there are people around <laughs> and now there aren't going to be people around. So I think I would kind of be like, okay, this is a little bit like Dumbledore, why do you got me doing this? But still like willing to do it because everybody's telling him that like it's necessary. Like even serious at the end of the day, even though they get into that fight or whatever, like at the end of the day, it's like, nah, you really should take this class. Um, mm-hmm. And so... Ooh, I wonder, does he tell Draco that, or have Harry telling people that he's taking remedial potions instead of something that's, like, less humiliating? Um. Mm. I I don't know. I, I, 
I always liked the remedial potions cover. I mean, Harry's <laughs> not kind of great funny. at potions, so like, I'm not. He's not. Yeah. But also, he's potentially not good at potions because Snape can't teach. So <laughs> Snape's a garbage professor. So he's a garbage too. professor. Like, it's not really a reflection of Harry's skills. But I think too, it, I it, think... if if Snape is, if they don't have this like active antagonism, I mean, like it's still antagonism, but it's not this like level of antagonism. It's not as then, intense. Harry can be like, I don't really like this excuse, but like, it's not, it makes sense. And it's not meant to like humiliate. It's not, you know, I don't know. It's humiliating. Yeah. Like it's but, a jab, but it's not. Yeah, the I can handle it. Um, I think the other thing is like, if they are on a little bit better terms, I think the whole blow up of when they start learning about like the backstory when Harry does the shield charm and like sees into Snape's brain and then the pensive thing, if they're on a little bit of better terms, maybe they handle that better. Yeah. So like Harry does the shield charm, he sees into Snape's mind and then maybe instead of Snape like getting all like scary and defensive, like maybe Snape's like mm, impressive and then they like actually talk right. about it or something, you know, like if they're a little bit closer maybe those two moments turn into conversations instead of Snape kicking Harry out of the right. room or ending the lesson abruptly. And then maybe they, maybe Harry sees like, oh, my dad was the fucking worst. Okay. Yeah. Like, and then they actually have a conversation and, and then that opens the door of Harry being like, wait, maybe Snape like has a reason to be so upset. You know, like it, there could be at least some beginning of Harry taking that leap to like, this could just like lay the groundwork for, Harry maybe sympathize or not sympathize, but like, like seeing where yeah, Snape's coming like some from. Nuance, a bit. Yeah, I, I think too because one of the things yes, that always yes. bothered me about that moment too is that if Snape was a good teacher, a decent teacher, he would be like, "That was crude, but it worked. But let's figure out a way in which you can protect yourself and it not be so and and have more like subtle subtlety to it." Yeah, um, I think he just gets mad because he's like I didn't tell you to use a shield charm. Yeah, like, but it's like but that is actually right. it worked, <laughs> it right? So it's like. It's like when you're in yeah. math, right? And like they're like, you have to do math this way, and you're like, but did I get the right answer though? Right. And they're like, yes, but let's tell, like, teach you, like, why it's not always going to work in every exactly. situation. So I think that that becomes another like, it, it just enhances the learning. But I also mm -hmm. think too, if Harry, like, like you said, if they have that conversation, and then Harry's more open to like, oh well, my face pisses you off, and I get that, like, I can't <laughs> help it. But at least I like, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, we're just stuck in this place because my face pisses you off and that ain't my problem. That's your problem. But like, I won't I take, I'm not going to take everything so personally. Right. Because you're not mad at me. You're mad at my dad. And okay. That's something you should have got over. That's something you should have got over. But... That's something you need to talk to your, your therapist about. But that's where we are. Fine. I hope you title this episode, My Face Pisses You Off, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that they're like, I mean, like, because they're, they're so the other day someone was like, oh, you, your voice sounds like Shonda Rhimes, which I'm just like, okay. Who said that? Um, the, a person I was talking to. I feel matter. like somebody, I feel but, like, I feel like Blake Cotty said that one time. Like, like. Really? At the very beginning. Wow. Because someone, I was like, I've never heard that before, but apparently I have. I just have ADD. That's cool. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was like five years ago. can't remember. So. It. But anyway, but so it's like now that I like keep that in mind right like if, if I say like something really hates Shonda Rhimes' voice and you're just like all right all right just... well my bad like I can't help I have nothing to do with that right yeah. so it's just like or if they chuckle and I'm like I didn't say I don't find this funny you know but or whatever it's mm -hmm. just like okay it just it helps give context you know yeah um mm -hmm. and so I think that like w Harry's still a child and he's still stupid but <laughs> having that context can be very helpful in also keeping the relationship from being super toxic. Yeah. Um, okay, so occlumency goes better. Harry learns. Mm -hmm. I still I don't think, think he thing... gets good at no, occlumency because he, good... he no, was not practicing. No, it's just yeah, less he wasn't, terrible. Right. He's definitely not doing well, but he's <laughs> not being like actively antagonized while he's actually in the class and is trying. Like in the hour, few hours a week that he is trying, Yeah. It it's like okay. So he has a bit more shielding of his brain. Does Sirius live? I don't think nah. so. Fuck. Nah. Because the thing is, is that like Harry blame. <laughs> I don't think Harry. Maybe Harry doesn't blame Snape for Sirius's death because that's one of those. Le like I 
hate Snape. Fuck that dude. 2K forever. But, like, it's not his fault it's that Sirius fault. is dead. Like, it just isn't. And so all. that's, like, mm-hmm. a leap that Harry took, like, because it made him feel better. Yeah. And so I think that maybe that part wouldn't happen. I'm not even saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's his fault. I'm saying if Harry has a modicum of skill. No, that's what I'm saying. In no. occlumency. No, because he wouldn't. He wouldn't have that skill. He wouldn't, no. he wouldn't have that he much Because he doesn't practice. And that's on him. True. Yeah. Like... If it's like it's it's like he was taking piano lessons and then he just like never did it outside right. of the lesson. You know, you have to like practice. And I mean, training. I still I think that even if Dumbledore had decided that he was going to teach Harry Occlumency, that Harry wouldn't master it because he would forget to practice. I mean, he. I'm not saying that he would. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that he would have mastered it, but I'm saying that he would have recognized that that. I don't think so. Vision or whatever could have been. The thing is, like. Because they would have gotten further job, along I feel in like their lessons. Were... He would have been like, oh, yeah, he couldn't plant shit in my brain as well. Okay. Is, you know well, what I mean? He would have, like, a better understanding of, like, all of the ways in which he's vulnerable. Okay. So then, yes. So he would be more skeptical, would, skeptical of that. But dream. then I think he would still go through the same motions because Hermione is the, in that situation is the one who's skeptical and is like, nah, I need you to check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he checks and the creature lies and that's a different. Like, okay. Damn it. I, th- I think the only difference that could happen is like I feel like there are so many times when Harry has those visions. Maybe there's just less of them. Mm. But I feel like even if one gets through where Harry thinks that Sirius is in the Ministry, Harry's going to be like, "He's there. We gotta yeah. go," because that's how Harry rolls. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So yeah, no, I still think he ends up at the Ministry. Okay. On his on his rescue mm-hmm. mission. On his rescue mission. <laughs> um. So we already decided like Catholic Prince Snape still kills Dumbledore, and Harry is like. Uh-huh. But he's F- Harry's you. more like. But he does listen betrayed. when he does the shush. You know what I mean? Yeah. If the shush happens in the book now, maybe that makes right. more mm-hmm. sense. Like that type of thing could help. But I think that Harry happened. was but he yeah. was petrified under the cloak, so Snape didn't know Harry was there. Yeah. Yes. In the book, yeah, that's, that's a difference yeah. between yeah. book and movie. In the book, he's under the invisibility cloak, just just which is motionless. So if that still happens, like maybe there's no shush moment. But I think I think there's less of. I think Harry probably does what we did as readers, which is when when Dumbledore says Severus, please. Harry maybe goes, "Oh, was Dumbledore telling Snape to kill him? Was this intentional? Like maybe because I don't think Harry ever I actually didn't has do that, that thought, as a reader, though. Wild. To be honest, oh yeah, no, my and we uh, talked about this when I read it the first time. I was like, "Oh, Snape is going for Voldemort's spot." I thought <laughs> she was setting up Snape mm. as a bigger bad. Ooh, I was okay. like, I mean, this is also, I knew, this was one of the, I knew a few spoilers mm-hmm. before I started and Snape killing Dumbledore, but being a good guy was like the biggest thing mm-hmm. I already knew. So I could be skewed by that. But yeah, maybe Harry at least like gives some thought to like, other maybe options. there was a reason yeah. why this I mean, I think, and, I think yeah. in the beginning though, just cause Harry is a, a hot big, big grip oh, energy. The I yes. think, <laughs> I think in the moment he's like, nah, like Snape betrayed mm-hmm. us so i think it's like a double because i think in this situation or i guess now he's like mad about snape but doesn't feel betrayed mm-hmm. like it's not a like yeah. he was their friend moment it's just like i knew i shouldn't have trusted him you know what i mean whereas like maybe in, instead mm-hmm. if we're doing it this way like he is like upset about Dumbledore like dying and also feeling betrayed about snape and then at maybe as he had gets some time and like some space to think, he can think about like Snape's actions and how they don't line up. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. I think that there are some of those moments where they may not add up. And Harry, because he doesn't like Snape, um, doesn't think about it. He's like, whatever conclusion. doesn't matter. He's evil anyway. And so I think maybe in this instance, he would at least like notice the inconsistencies and be like, oh, that's weird. What's up with that? Yeah, and he has all of this time mm-hmm. too when they're camping and stuff to kind of plot out what the bigger picture is right because no matter what Dumbledore is still not telling him the whole story like that's not going to change by yeah by this this change so he still has to figure out while he's camping like what is what is this big game that we're playing and how do all of these pieces how do we all fit into this big game that Dumbledore has set up um and so he's giving more credence and more (laughs) credence Uh, (laughs) yikes sorry (laughs) so sorry um but he's giving more thought into all of the weight all of the decisions that snape made and like it's not just dumbledore trusted snape and dumbledore is a whole idiot because he was wrong it's like okay so dumbledore trusted snape and even if he does still think that snape is evil it's like what are the ways in which snape played him so i can be prepared or aware Mm. um 
And then that also gives like yeah, a I bit think... more respect to Snape. Because this is sorry, maybe this is just me. Because as I was reading it the first time, I was like, put some respect on Snape's name. Like he was evil. Like he's he playing had, a long game. He played a long <laughs> game, right? And so the whole time, and the way I'm reading it, the whole time too, I'm like, oh yeah, he working for Voldemort. But there's gonna be a point where in which he about to the body cadaver this bitch too, and be like, who's the new Dark Lord? You know what I mean? Rebranding. Let's get you know, whatever. But like you, if you if you give it if you give him more um, respect for having a like agency within being evil, then you're also gonna like pay attention to his machinations more. Mm. Like Harry just writes it all off as like evil. Everything he does is bad in service of Voldemort. But if you think about like Snape being his own person, it's like some of the things he does actually actively harm Voldemort's cause so who is what is his ultimate goal yeah I mean I think the big butterfly effect of this is like if he's just nice to Hermione he's showing that he's not just mean and cruel in all circumstances and then that just gives him a bit more complexity and then that could shape just the way Harry thinks about him you know Harry Harry thinks to these moments and thinks like oh yeah well you know there was that time where he was okay here but uh he was mean there and blah 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 like i think it just makes the way that harry thinks about snape more complex and less that like definitive i hate him this guy sucks he's the worst i can't believe he betrayed me like that like he killed dumbledore boom if there's just not the this extra hermione thing which could have you know maybe prevented some of the other things where snape is so mean if we're changing it in this alternate reality like at least Harry would have some parts in his brain internal thoughts about Snape. Like, even if he has 80% of his voices being like, no, that guy sucks. <laughs> like, if 20% are just like, but there was that one time when Hermione's teeth were big and he, like, told Malfoy right. to fuck off. You know, like, maybe there's just some tiny little part inside Harry that wants to, like, show that Snape isn't always awful. And then that can make Harry's approach to how he thinks about him a little different. Yeah. Nice. I wonder then, does he still name his kid after him? No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Just like, uh. because like I like in my so because I, I feel like what we're saying too is like, if Snape has these moments, then Harry learns the nuance better. So then my thought is he doesn't because he understands like, oh yeah, he liked my mom, but he still didn't like me, and you know he did some cool things, but he was still a trash teacher. So maybe. You can name like his Yeah, like I, I wonder I wonder if the reason why he names his kid Severus is like out of guilt. Cause like the way it kind of goes in the book is that he he doesn't learn until like 30 seconds before Snape dies. Or after. <laughs> that Snape was mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's like during and then mostly after. So it's like it's not until Snape is dead that he learns like, oh man, that guy actually was kind of <laughs> nice, I guess. Sometimes maybe. He really liked my mom a lot. Uh and I guess I'll name my kid after him. So yeah, maybe if he, like, it's it's almost like naming his kid is, like, a course correction. And maybe if the pendulum of Harry's <laughs> hatred of Snape isn't so far out, he doesn't swing so right. far back yeah. right. and name his kid He's after like, maybe him. it's like a pet. Maybe he, like, gets a rat or something <laughs> and is like, oh, I'll name you Severus. We have a snake and we named it Severus. <laughs> now he's Severus right. Snake. Ha, ha, ha. Not my right. child. Yeah, like, just let your kid. I mean, yeah, and I think, too, that the, that doesn't the the naming of the kid doesn't happen because he knows about i'm assuming right because we're saying they had that conversation after harry like gets into his mind and his memories Uh he knows about how his dad treated severus but he also knows he called his mama Uh a mudblood and like i don't know if harry then like under or would she it would like harry ask him that like ask him about that Right. So I, but I don't know. I think right. that it's also like that mystery of their relationship. Um, Cause yeah, I think he goes through from, from year five until they Snape gives him his last memory. He goes through thinking he hate my dad was bullying to him and he hated my dad. Um, and he didn't think much about my mom. I'm pretty sure he said that at some point. He did. Maybe it was when they were talking about him at the end. I don't know. I'm guessing, sort of, but I think it might have been at the end of Half Blood Prince. Because like, isn't that, was that in the flashback they see him? They I, in the flashback they see him call her. Yeah, and so I, I remember they're like, but talking that's about, in the flashback of. 
of no, 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 but I'm saying of when he's upside down and he's yeah. But what I'm saying is, Harry says out. There's a moment where he's like, he hated. I just can't think of where. Maybe it was. It was either Order of the Phoenix, Half Blood Prince, where he specifically says to. Maybe it's Ron and Hermione. Like, oh, Snape didn't give a fuck about my mom either. Like, so he's always assumed that Snape also didn't like his Mm. mom because she's muggle-born. Oh, right, yeah, because he only heard the muggle right. thing and there was no point. So maybe, yeah, if, yeah. I guess, then if they have that conversation, does he ask? But then also, I don't know that Snape would give a straight answer because he's still trying to... Like, he's still playing his game with Voldemort. If he tells yeah. Harry, like, nah, I really did mess uh-huh. with your mom, like, Voldemort could potentially see that in Harry's mind, and so that would blow his cover. Right. I don't think he would have given them the straight answer. Yeah. I think there's two ways this can go. He either, he either doesn't name the kid after him, or it's like the worst alternate world where he names him like Severus Albus Potter <laughs> no. instead. And it's like even worse. Severus also, Tobias what I'm now realizing Potter. with these two names. They're so bad. <laughs> they're bad together. Never... Dude, the fact that they put, the fact that he named his kid after the two people who like were never straight up with him about communication. And then the whole plot of Cursed Child <laughs> Albus and Harry not having that good communication true. between each other is like so telling yeah, oh my very... gosh maybe that's what they were trying to do the whole time <laughs> they were, they were maybe trying that, to... no, no we, we can't gotta stop giving her we're not giving credit yeah, to jk and jack her no way giving them credit for things no that they way. didn't do that right. ain't it well i get credit for thinking <laughs> mike said give me my due and that is it give pay me some personal royalties um, yeah yeah, yeah. so so I don't know. I could see it going either way. I could see him either like liking Snape more about it or being like not feeling as bad for him, right. I guess. And then not naming his kid. I want to live in the world where he doesn't just so I can sleep at night. Yeah, I and because naming his kid Albus Severus is so it's a, it's a bad name in general. I think in it for me, yeah, t- mm-hmm. to soothe my soul, he doesn't because he knows the he knows the the animosity about Snape and his parents for much longer than he knows about like his positive feelings about his mother but it doesn't come as such a shock that like you said it's not like an overcorrection it just gives when he finds out the whole story it gives more nuance to it but But he's also i don't know because even still he has 19 years in between finding that out and naming his kid or or however many years 11 12 enough enough years where he could have been like you know what Learning that about Snape was... I'm naming my kid after Lupin. Thank you. Like I should have done. Like the disrespect. Made me dance all night. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. I, yeah, that's it. for you. Yeah, no. So yeah, we're going to say he doesn't do it. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Rubius Rebus <Yes>. Potter. <laughs> Rubius Remus is still bad, though. Like in terms of just like phonetically. It is. It's really bad. We, it's, you have to pick one. You yeah. Can't do both. It's the us, us. We were talking about it on our. Uh, you just sound like before. you're like an yeah. ancient Roman. Yeah. Oh, it does. Yeah. Like Romulus <laughs> yeah. and Remus. Holy crap. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So. All right. MVPs. We're still doing MVPs and benches. Are we? Okay. So MVP is who won, the, I guess, this new series we've come okay. up with. Yeah. And then benched is who lost. So MVP, I'm going to say... Mm, this is hard. You should go first. <laughs> My MVP is Harry because he has more nuance. Mm-hmm. He like goes through goes through the rest of this journey. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a little bit less, a little less angry. Still justifiably angry, but a little less angry. And he doesn't name his kid Albus Severus, so he wins. Yeah, or maybe Albus Severus yeah, wins because he I has would... a new name. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna pick Albus Severus because he gets a new name, uh, so that's pretty huge. But yeah, I think that I think like Harry is a good choice because he like actually learns that people can be complex and Word. stuff because we've made Snape actually complex and not like pretend complex. Like I think he is in the book. I think that like a lot of people when they when they try to defend Snape to me, they'll say like, oh, he's a complex character, blah blah blah. It's like I think he's he's shot. He's a bit shy of being complex. Like he's almost there, but I think that moments like this Hermione thing prevent him from doing so. So I think if if we change that and Snape is actually complex, Harry thinks about people and like, oh, sometimes I can't just judge someone by their actions or like a person by their cover kind of mm-hmm. thing. So I think yeah, like Harry and his kid getting a new name <laughs> for the MVP. Word. I'm gonna go with y'all. 
I'm still gonna bench Snape, which is why yep. I was having a hard time because I was like, I can't. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Smart. He's still a bad. Te- he's still yeah, bad he's still at bad his teacher. job. He's still a bad teacher. Mm-hmm. He's, he's still, still petty. Petty. He's still holding on to grudges from 15 years. And he's still taking them out on the no. wrong person. <laughs> like my thing is, like I, as as a petty person, <laughs> as a person who holds grudges. Take note of that, people who cross my path. I hold grudges. Oh my! I just like to make sure that they're they're well aimed, though. You know, if you're going to if you're going to be petty yeah. and if you're going to hold grudges, be petty against the people who deserve it. Hold grudges against the right people. He still doesn't. I he agree. still doesn't do that. He's still rude to Harry for something that Harry cannot control. So yeah, and wasn't even alive for. Wasn't even alive for. Didn't ask for. Right. I think like if Snape was just petty to. Like, even the the Lupin thing and stuff, I get it. Lupin picked on you as a kid, sure. Like, hating James, I get it. But, like, hating the kid of the girl you had a crush on, like, it's too and many also, steps. also, like, James is dead. Right. He's not, James is dead much. and you and, killed and him. And impartially, <laughs> is Snape's fault that James is dead? So, like, by the, at the point that you kill <laughs> the person that you've had this, like, feud with, it's over. You yeah, won. You won. You got him killed. It's all good. So, yeah, he's still benched. Nah, we've just like made him just, we've brought him back like a yard yeah. where he's not insulting innocent 15 year old girls that have teeth below their collars. I just. What do you even do? Is your head like, you can't even balance your head still at that like, point. Like she has to fill up. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like your <laughs> neck is straining. Oh, Imagine man. like, nope, nope. No, I don't want to because it's going to, yeah, it's that's fine. Not. And if she had like cilantro in between her teeth, like does that also get Ooh, bigger? Like I is there a bigger the piece questions. of spinach? <laughs> the popcorn kernel is huge oh, now. No. Yeah, nope. That's awful. Yeah. I, yeah. Great. Um, Thank you, Mike, for joining us for this yep. experiment. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having yes. me. Thank you for letting me vent out my Snape feelings. It's always I mean, good listen, we are and very cathartic. It's an me. open invitation. I was gonna say, this is nothing. If that's what you want to do, for Snape yeah. Later. If you just like on a on a random Tuesday, you're like, you know what? I have thoughts. Call us. We'll we'll pop the mics open. <laughs> when I when inevitably I go through like I I sort I sort all of the Potterless emails. When I eventually go through the people defending Snape folder i'll i'll drink 12 margaritas and call Boom. you two. <laughs> let <laughs> us know when you start emails. The drinking, the drinking and yeah then we'll we like... want to we want to match that energy yeah so we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> we'll reply to an email take a shot reply to an email take a shot and then by the last one it'll be like <laughs> is terrible. um bet okay can you tell everyone uh. where they can find you Sure. If you want to listen to my podcast where I never read the Harry Potter books as a kid and then it's me reading them for the first time as an adult, Robin and Biana were on a couple episodes and they're going to be on very soon when eventually I get to Crimes of Grindelwald. Oh boy. Uh, I'm making my way past the books doing movies and and like uh, Harry Potter musical and a bunch of stuff. Just search for Potterless on Spotify or Apple or wherever else you listen to shows. And same thing with social media. If you just search Potterless, we'll show up. Tight. Thank you for being here again, and thanks to everyone for listening. Next yes. week, we are inviting our friend Abby Ritter t- to take control of the time turner. Um, make sure to follow along. Let us know who you think is the real MVP and who has been through the chapter. Um, join the conversation on Twitter, at Black Girls Create, hashtag Wizard Team. Um, what's your ad again? It's at Potterless Pod. Is there like a... Right. Yeah, Twitter is at Potterless Pod, right. and then Instagram is Potterless Podcast. Those are the big two. Um, also, before we go, I just wanted to say I appreciate everything you two are doing on social media wise, oh. like from calling out all of the bullshit in all of the world, <laughs> uh, but then like specifically, like recently with the JK stuff, like I I appreciate. Like, I think critical fandom is something that's always been something I've tried to do the show. And I know the two of you, like, absolutely are killing it there and always have been. So I just wanted to let it be known and very public. Like, I very much appreciate what you bring to the table and everything you do. But especially calling out Jake's bullshit on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Wish we didn't have to, but you know. Right. When 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 you're we when all you're do, man. God, it would be so great if I didn't have to fucking craft like replies it's about so this irritating. shit. If she would just stop, gosh, it'd be do so you know easy. She was this close to ruining my sister, my eight-year-old sister's first read of *Prisoner of Azkaban*. I was so this excited. close. My favorite book. 
Shit. And I was like, could you just wait one. until August? Like, can we just let her read the book first? <laughs> like, God damn on. it. I've been waiting three years for this. More than that. Eight years. Be, really. Like, just a shitty human being. And now, like. Now we have to have, like, deep talks. Like, oh, you finished the book? Good. Now let me tell you yeah. about bodily autonomy. And, and, and just, like, fucking respecting people. And respecting humans <laughs> for who they are. And listening to people when they tell you who they are. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the books are already supposed to help you come up with like tough conversations and teach kids lessons. But then now you have to do that. And then you also have to be like, now the person who wrote right. this book. She don't know what she's talking also, about. Also, <laughs> Here's another lesson. So, yeah. What a time. Um, what a time. But, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Thank you again. And can't. I mean, I can wait. I could wait. I was like, I can't know. wait to be a pot so do we, So for this, this crisis, how is this, how is this working? Are we, do we have to watch it? I'm not doing that. <laughs> I did it no, once. You guys, you've read, you guys read the book on it? I'm not even touching it. You're, don't Great. do any awesome. prep work. Good. All right. Don't all right. worry. I'll come in. I'll recap the plot. And then you can be like, here's all the reasons why it's the worst. It's going to awesome. be great. It's going to be like the last JK thing I cover. So it's going to be just like a great send off is like this funeral pyre <laughs> of bullshit that is the crimes of Grindelwald. And then I'm never doing anything. Yo, else okay. that is again. literally be the best way to describe crimes of Grindelwald in relationship with the fandom. <laughs> yeah. she That's what she did. She set it on fire and put it out in the ocean. And we're like, cool. Tight. Goodbye. <laughs> Dude, yeah. bye. Pour one out. We should have seen it all coming. <laughs> Okay. All right, y'all. See you next week. Yeah.